You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi at the Lovely Voice Experience in London. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church UK, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful sermon. Wow, clap your hands for Jesus one more time. Lovely voice experience. It's time for the word of God. Are you excited to hear the word of God? You know, I think we have such an anointed name for our service. Lovely voice experience. What that means is that every single time you come, be expecting to hear the voice of God speaking to you today. How many of you are expecting to hear the voice of God today? Last week, our pastor started a nice message on the presence of God. And I believe that as we hear the word of God today, may the presence of God come upon your life. If you're excited as I am, let us sing our song of faith and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. sings my soul, Come on, first of church. Let's sing our song of faith. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior, go to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my soul, my Savior, go to thee. and lead us Lord thank you for this great blessing that we have to be in your presence in Jesus name Amen Amen. God bless you take your seats (laughs) well turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 1 yes Acts chapter 1, okay? Chapter 1 of the book of Acts. The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which was taken up, in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Verse 3, to him also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Verse 4, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, 
ye have heard of me. Verse 5, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Wow. We don't like to see Jesus coming back. The clouds. Wow. What a beautiful sight. Well, um, we are still talking about the Holy Spirit. And um, and verse 4 says to us that, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of him. Then in verse 5, this explains the promise says that for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. That is soon, pretty soon you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And then in verse 8, he says that you shall, it's like when you have, so this is, this, this, this is a very important key and a very important thing that when you have the Holy Spirit, you have power. You have a certain power and a certain ability that you don't have without the Holy Spirit. That's why having the Holy Spirit becomes very, very, very important in your Christian walk. Because people without the Holy Spirit are different from people with the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about people, Christians with the Holy Spirit. Christians with the Holy Spirit. Because I don't think unbelievers can have the Holy Spirit. So Christians with the Holy Spirit and Christians without the Holy Spirit are two different people. Christians who are deeply, deeply under the influence of the Holy Spirit are also different from Christians who are not so much influenced by the Holy Spirit. They are different. So the scripture is saying that you will have power. You will have power. There's a certain power, authority, ability, capability, strength that comes to you when you have the Holy Ghost. The reason why some people can't do something, the reason why sometimes you see, you see someone as a basenta leader struggling, shepherd struggling, pastor struggling. You, you know, when we start talking about the Holy Spirit, we're just going to talk about the work of God and the uh, work of the ministry. Not, 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 not any other thing. Because I don't know what else the Holy Spirit will be there for. Uh, whether you'll be able to braid your hair nicely or I don't know. 
So I'm saying to you that the power that you have, it will be the power, it will be the power to work in the ministry and to do the ministry work. And therefore, the differences that we see in people who are serving God and working for God, the differences that we see, we see the differences very much related and uh, uh, related to the level of the Holy Spirit in their lives and the influence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Because the scripture is saying that when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have received power. Or you shall receive power when you receive the Holy Spirit. The coming of the Holy Spirit into your life is the coming of power. It's like a supernatural ability to get some things done in the house of God and in the work of God and in life. And of course, if the Holy Spirit is on your life, it affects several other areas of your life. You understand? If you walk, if you walk, if you walk through the rain and you get wet, you get you when you get enter your room, you'll be wet. You bring you bring water to your house. But that water is from outside, but you it, it affects you. It, it affects you. It affects several other areas of your life. So you'll be you'll be blessed to have someone, you'll be blessed to marry someone who is very much under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Because he will not easily divorce you despite all your things. Because he's very much, he'll be very, very temperate, self-controlled, self-controlled. He will not just wake up and say, look, come on, clear out. I'm out of here. I don't take, I don't take nonsense. He will take nonsense. Yes. He will take a lot of nonsense because the great effect of the Holy Spirit on his life and the long-term effect of the Holy Spirit on his life will be long-suffering will be patience. Yes. It will be patience. Which is which he has for the sake of the ministry. Because the ministry you need patience. You need to be patient with people. Otherwise you you'll sack people every morning. You need to be patient with people. Even people are you listening to me? Even people need to be patient with themselves. You have to be patient with yourself when you're trying to serve God and it appears as though it's not working. You have to be patient with yourself and to know that, look, I need to be patient to have a greater effect of, of the Holy Spirit in my life so that I can become more effective. It's not like a magic wand that you wave and then, hey, you are there. That would be nice. That would be nice. I would, have loved, I would have loved to have had, I mean, a nice, decent-sized church 30 years ago. That when I just wake up, people just gather. No, but it's not, it's not like that. No, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't work. It does, I have not seen it work that way. Most people that you see today would appear as though they have just appeared. No, it's been a journey. If only they'll tell you the truth and you are interested to listen. You say it's been a journey. They've been walking somewhere in the wilderness for a while before, before they appear. So anyway, so the Holy Spirit comes with power. It comes with ability. And the inability to accomplish some things and to get some things and, and to do some things well is the lack of the Holy Spirit in people's lives and people's ministries. Is the lack of the Holy Spirit. When you see, when you see, so I said, when you have the Holy Spirit, that's, 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 that's a person. Is that person who will be with you, will be patient with you, will not be unfaithful towards you, will not cheat on you, will not do this. It's the Holy Spirit. He will not slap, he will not hit, hit he will not punch, he will not knock you out. Yes. 
his words, his words will be different. He will speak kind words. He will not, he will not, he will not, I mean, he will not use abusive words, you know. So, some of the words hurt more than punches. Isn't it? Yes. It, it is the Holy Spirit. It's the effect of the Holy Spirit. Because without it, without it, the person is just a raw, it's just a, a raw mass of, of muscles and, um, and flesh. That's all, that's all you have. And that thing, that thing needs to be, needs to be influenced by the Holy Spirit to become, to become a better person. Are you there? So, um, let me quickly show you this. Um, what do I, what do I want to show you? Zephaniah, look at Zephaniah chapter 3. I want to quickly, I want to quickly mention three important relationships that we have with the Holy Spirit, okay? Yes, three important relationships. Three important relationships. Three key relationships that you need to understand in your walk with the Holy Spirit. Are you interested in the Holy Spirit? You sure? I should change the topic to... How to get a smiling beloved. Yes. Yes. Mm. Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 17. It says that the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over you, over thee with joy. He will, he will rest in his love and he will joy over thee with singing. Now, what are the three relationships that we have with the Holy Spirit? I'll tell you all three and then I'll give you the passages and then I'm sure I have about seven other points and then we'll be ending the service, okay? Yes. Okay, no problem. But you're, you're using the time in clapping, so... So, the first relationship, the first relationship, let me give you all three now, isn't it? I should just mention all three without much commentary. The first relationship, okay, listen, the first one, <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I like it when you make noise. In case. In case somebody, Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I mean, I like it, but it's okay. Yes. No, it's better than, it's better than talking to dead people. Yes. I talk to people, yes. yes. It's, better than being, it's better than being a very dull atmosphere where nobody says amen, nobody says anything. People, people fall asleep. People... People look at you and they chew gum as though, as though you are standing in the farmhouse. Farmhouse staring at cattle. Anyway, sit down. The first, the first relationship, the first relationship is the Holy Spirit upon us. The second is the Holy Spirit in us. And the third is the Holy Spirit with us. 
So you, you have to understand these three key relationships that you are supposed to have with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit upon us, the Holy Spirit in us, and the Holy Spirit with us. So, what is, what is commonly, what is commonly um, uh, described as the Holy Spirit upon us? That is what is called the anointing. We talk about anointing because the Holy Spirit is the anointing. Luke chapter, Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then it's like, in case you ask him, why are you saying the Holy Spirit is, uh, is upon you? Because he has anointed. Because he has anointed. Because I've been anointed, that is why I know the Spirit is upon me. You understand? So, so this will lead us into a whole world of teaching on the anointing. When, when you're anointed, what you're able to do, what you can't do, what an anointed person is, what an anointed person is, is not. But the anointing, when you see the anointing, someone is anointed, that means the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit, the person has the relationship of the Holy Spirit upon him. It's on him. So, so you, you, see, you see that an anointed person, someone who is anointed for some particular things, enters into a place and is able to accomplish some things or get some things done because of what is on him. Because he comes with it. He comes with it and he goes with it. It's different from where two or three are gathered. God is there. No. This one, they are anointed people. And they are people who are anointed for something. So, when they enter, even when they enter the earth, when they come on the earth, they are able to get some things done because of the anointing on their lives. So, you see the founder of the Methodist Church, founder of uh, um, Pentecost Church, founder of UD, founder of UO, all these people were introduced to the earth. And they made a mark on the earth. Not many people are like that. Not many people are able to start movements and get movements going. Not many people. Many people have single churches. Single churches in a single country and in a single city and in a single hall. Yes. Single, single continent. Single country in that continent. Single city in the country in the continent. And then single suburb in the city, in the country, in the continent, on earth. <laughs> yes. Now, now, am I saying that's not an anointing? No, it's an anointing. But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to differentiate different anointings. So you can see, you can say, no, this one, this one is still a single person. But you see a movement. A movement, a fast movement, move, a start moving movement. Okay, a start, a fast movement. Yes. Affects nations. And sometimes in the nation, affects different cities in the nation. Which is different from, which is, which is different from having a church in a hotel or community center or leisure center. Or a warehouse. And it's just you and that is it. It's different. I, I, I hope you, you can understand. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell that that, that person who comes, that God releases to the earth. 
if your God releases such a person to the, the person comes on earth, and then you see if a person causes a stir, it's because of what is upon him. There's something upon him. So he's able to accomplish a lot of things. A lot because of the anointing upon him. That's how I'll ask you, have you heard the name Benny Hinn before? That you see that, oh yes, you know him because there's an anointing upon him that makes him unique. That makes him operate differently. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the Holy Spirit upon the person. Upon the Spirit. That's why Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Have you heard of anybody like Jesus on earth again? Uh-huh. So, I'm talking, it's, it's different from where two or three are gathered. Where two or three are gathered. It's like, okay, we're all there. We all have the Holy Spirit. You know, God is with us. Yes, God is with us. Emmanuel. He's there. Yes, Emmanuel means God with us. God is with us. We are moving. But you see that when the anointing is on someone, even if sometimes if we can even use the negative things, the, the sort of criticism that the person attracts, the criticism, because if the person is not that important or, or not, that, not such a disturbance to hell, he wouldn't raise up people that much to attack and to try to, you know, because it's disturbing Satan. His works and his presence. I mean, look at the amount of prison that Jesus went through. I mean, look, you see, you see, I mean, you see chapters and people speaking. How they tried to stone him, they tried to kill him, they tried to come up with all sorts of things just to eliminate him. It's because the person's presence on earth is having an effect and it's making a difference. So the Holy Spirit upon us is what we normally call the anointing. The Holy Spirit in us is what we refer to as the Holy Spirit baptism. Yes, Holy Spirit baptism. That's the Holy Spirit in us. So usually when you have, when you have someone who is filled with the Holy Spirit, there's a filled. When you say something is filled, means that there's, some, there's something inside, isn't it? Yeah. The being filled with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. So this is speaking in tongues. It means that the person is filled with the Holy Spirit. The person starts using swear words. F word, S word, W word, Q word, V word, yellow word, whatever. You know what the person is filled with. Because the scripture says that out of the abundance of the heart, that's the contents of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks. Never underestimate what someone is saying. Yes. Notice, notice people who make rude re- remarks and give rude responses. That's what is in them. That's what they have. They don't have, they don't have the Holy Spirit in them to have, to have a tongue of a kind person, to have to release words that don't break bones. It means the person has something else in him. So the person speaks kindly. The person thinks kindly. And you see, your words and your thoughts are the same. What you as a man thinketh, so is he. What you are thinking is what you are saying. What you are thinking is what you are saying. What you are putting in is what is coming out. So what you are full of 
affects what you say. Especially in private. As for public, everybody, everybody speaks nicely. When you see these uh, important people in the world, it's only when they forget that their microphone, they know the microphone is not off, then you see what is in them. So you see, so now you know, when we say, I'm explaining the three relationships. When you have the Holy Spirit upon us, it's like a cap that you wear. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm t- if, I, I really want you to become very sensitive and observant to the things of the Spirit. Because you, you will see that this person who has come to the room, to the hall, or this person who came around, came with something. When he's not there, that thing is not there. That thing is not there. It's not something that you fight for or something that you copy or you want to be like it. No, you said this person actually came because it is on him. It's like a jacket. It's like this jacket that I'm wearing. When I leave the room, I leave with a jacket. When I come, I come with it. It's a jacket that you wear. You are either wearing it or you're not wearing it. You have it or you don't have it. You can't make it up. So there's a spirit upon. And then we have the spirit within. Within, in the person. And that's where we, we see the baptisms. It's like speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. And then, so, so John, let's read John chapter 14. John chapter 14 and verse 17. He says that uh, even the spirit of, the, of, of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you, he's inside of you. He's inside of you. Then your third relationship. Um, is the Holy Spirit with us. That is what we call the presence of God. With us. <laughs> with us. The presence with us. When, 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 some, when, when someone has the presence of God, when you have the presence of God, that's when, that's when you, see, you see God's abilities. You see God's abilities. That is, if it's miracles, you see miracles. That's, that's what someone said to, uh, I don't know whether he's a believer, but I don't know what he was, but I think it's nice when to say that he was not a serious person. He said to Jesus that, he said to Jesus that, no man can do these things except God be with you. If God is with you, you can do it. Because when someone is present, when someone is present, then you see, you see all his attributes, all his abilities, all his powers, all his powers are put, are put to play. Sometimes you need, you need someone, you need someone with you. You are carrying something, you can't, you can't lift it, you can't carry the thing. You can't carry it. You are with your sister. Your sister also can't carry it. You need somebody with strength to be able to lift it up. As soon as the person is present, the person's presence comes with the person's strength. So he'll be able to lift what the two of you couldn't lift. Because presence comes with abilities, capabilities, attributes, thinking, everything. It comes with it. It comes with it. Yes. That's what I say, except God be with him. If God is around you, you can do such miracles. If you go by yourself, or you just go, or you just go with tongues, 
You just go with tongues. You see that some things you can't do even though you are speaking in tongues. Because you now have to fight for the presence. For the presence that God will be with you. That God is because when he's there, when his presence is there, it's a, it's a, it's a different ball game. It's a different thing. That's, the, that's what it's called. The presence. God is there. Read John 14 verse um, 17 again. It says that even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you. With you. He is with you. He is with you. He's around you. You move with him. He comes with you. When you go, when you, when you go to a place, he has come. Just as, just as when you go to a place, your face, has, your face is in the place. Yes, you become inseparable. Inseparable. You can't, you can't, the presence is there. So you see, you, you, if, if you are, if you watch ministers, if you see people who are used to the presence, they are used to the presence and they like the presence, usually wait for the presence before they start ministering. Yes, they wait for the presence. So you say sometimes you say either they sing, if they sing, you say they sing a lot of songs, songs, because that's the door that they have learned, or that's the door they know that this is how the presence comes. So they, you see, they sing, or whatever they do, whatever they have to do, it's it like it must be done because like I can't go without him. You remember Moses in Exodus thirty-three? It's like it's like I need it's like I need this presence. I can't go. I I cannot go. If thy presence go not with me, then carry us not up hence. I don't want to go if you are, because if I go without God, I'm a man. Nothing will happen. I might as well sound like a school teacher. So an, an, an anointed person teaching, preaching, sharing, is as good, is as good as a school teacher. It's as good as a lecturer. He's just lecturing. He's just giving notes and points. There's no backing to the things he's sharing and the things he's saying. Nobody's blessed. Nobody's life is changed. Nobody's affected. Nothing. You see all the people are the same old, same old. They still have their difficulties. They still have their struggles. If you're not even careful, they're even angry. Because without the anointing and without the without the Holy Spirit, you are as, you are as good as a school teacher. So if you're a basenta leader, one of the things you have to crave for, crave and desire is the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Because this work, this work is a Holy Spirit work. This life, this life, this Christian life, it's a Holy Spirit life. And you can tell who has the Holy Spirit and who hasn't got. Because you can tell from their lifestyle. You can tell what they do. What you've been doing, what you've been doing does not encourage the Holy Spirit. It quenches the Holy Spirit. You have to know and you have to be that sensitive and that conscious of it. So that you switch, you switch to Holy Spirit activities. Holy Spirit encouraging activity because it's not, it's not, it's not acting. If you want to be with God, go deeper with God, go far with God. Then you have to know the Holy Spirit and know things that encourages His presence. Because the Scripture says expressly, that is clearly, that quench not the Spirit. Quench not the Spirit. 
quench not the spirit. A preacher without the Holy Spirit? Ooh. Ooh. He's like a school teacher. He's like your maths teacher. He's like your, like your English teacher. Miss, she, he's like miss. Miss standing in the class and just uh, going through a book written by Shakespeare. And explaining things to you. Those things, are, they are not revelation. When they're explaining parts of Shakespeare's writing, it's not, it's not a revelation. It's notes they've read somewhere that they have, they've come. Yes. Yes, references. They, they teach, that's why you say at a point when you see people have taught for a long time, they even become lazy because they teach the same things. The same things. It's the same thing year after year, year after year, year after year. It's the students who have not heard it before that say, wow, miss is very good. But that is miss 20th time teaching the same thing. It's not, it's, it's not revelation. Occasionally, the government will come with some new things. Can you teach it this way or teach it that way? So, it's more of government instruction, not a revelation. Uh-huh. It's the government who is saying, don't, we don't teach it this way anymore. We teach it like this. That's all. So, these are the three relationships. And the following on from the third one, which is God with us in the few minutes that we have left. Um, let me talk to you about, about um, who has the presence of God. Who has the presence of God? Mm-hmm. Who has the presence? That is, that is God with us or the Holy Spirit with us. Who has the spirit with us? So it's like I'm, I'm majoring on the third relationship. The Holy Spirit with us. That is the prayer. So who are the people? Or who is the person who is likely to have the presence of God with him? Likely to have the presence. That, that this person has the presence. Because the presence is not always, it's not, it's not, it's not with shivers or uh, goose pimples or... No. 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 It's not, it's not every time that the person you love, when the person you love is around you, that you have feelings. Yes. No. There is more, there is more to the person you love than the feelings. Yes. Feelings are nice. Feelings are good. But after you've been married, after you've been married for a number of years, do you think every morning you wake up, there's a feeling it's like, ooh. Yes. Yes. As those who have been married for a while, they used to fix their hair because their beloved is coming around. But now they fix their hair because they are going out. And he gets, and he gets the, he gets the Kingston Town hairstyle at home. Yes. Yes. No. No, but, but let's face it. 
let's face it, it's not practical. It's not practical to always, I mean, fix. It's not practical. Yes. And it is, it is wise. It is wise to fix because you are going out. Yes. We'll encourage you that try and have it a, a bit fixed at home. I mean, try. But we know that it will not be, it will not be as greasy and shiny as when you hear that your pastor is coming to the house. It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. Oh, sisters, is it not, it's not the case? Yes. 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 The, expe- the expectation. The expectation for a boy, a guy, is different from the expectation for a lady. Mm. Yes. So, in case you've always thought that mommy talks too much, today I'm telling you that she doesn't talk too much. All she's telling you is true. Yes. Mm. Yes. My time is finishing. <laughs> Acts chapter 4. Yeah, Acts chapter 4. Who has the presence? Like who is the presence? When, the, when you see them, I was explaining to you that it's not the feeling. So you, you have to actually see some other things apart from the feelings. Apart from the cold shivers and the, apart from those things. Because, why? Why, why apart from? Because there, there are, there are um, more authentic ways of knowing the presence than things that, no. You see, when you take something like miracles, even Satan has a way of working miracles. Yes. When Moses and those magicians, when they stood in front of Pharaoh, what Moses did, they did. Yes. So you, you, have, you have to know some things so that you are not blown away by some things and not so impressed by some things. You have to be impressed by the word. You see, you have to look at the word of God and allow yourself to be impressed by the word. Not by moves and waves. Yes. Who has the presence? Number one is those who preach about Jesus and salvation have the presence. Those who preach about Jesus and preach about salvation, they have the presence. Yes. Not, not those who preach about money. And economic give economic um, um, points. Not those who teach in economics from the, from the pulpit. Those who preach about Jesus and preach salvation. Preach salvation. That you must be saved. You must be born again. That's it. When you, when you see it, you have to know, know this one. Because when you see it, compared to other people who, who talk about logic and reasoning and common sense. and common sense, you, 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 you have to see the difference. Not the crowd. Not the crowd. Use what is being said. Because when the scripture says that you shall receive power, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, then he says that, and you shall be witnesses. And you shall be witnesses. That is, you start testifying of the saving power and saving grace of Jesus. That is someone who has the presence. 
And that's someone who encourages and stirs up the presence of God. Someone who says that you have to be saved. You must be saved. Jesus died for your sins. Jesus loves you. Live for Jesus. Live for God. That's someone who has the presence. Someone who talks about Jesus, the greatness of Jesus. How great Jesus. Jesus visited the, the earth once for 33 years. 2,000 years ago. The effect of his visit hasn't left. The effect of his visit is still here. That's why we are gathered today. Yes. So you see someone who talks Jesus. Not gossips and memories. And shapes and sizes of girls. Acts chapter (laughs) 4. Yes. Verse 12. Acts 4.12 says that neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and then they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. 14 says that. And beholding the man which was healed, standing with them, they could say nothing against it. You know, so you you see they're they're preaching about Jesus. They're preaching about Jesus and then they concluded that they had been in the presence of Jesus. That the, the presence of Jesus, preaching about Jesus and preaching about salvation, preaching about salvation, that's Acts 4.12, telling them how you can be saved. The only conclusion they can draw is that these people have the presence and have been in the presence of Jesus. That's why they'll say, and then they noticed the miracles and they could not challenge it. It's that God is with this person. God, like, like the person who said to Jesus, you can't do this except God is with you. They try, they try to take them and say, no, no, no. These guys are ignorant men, unlearned men, uneducated people. They are fishermen. I mean, they don't know anything. They don't know much. But from what they are explaining and the power they are exuding, you can only have it if there is a supernatural presence. An extraordinary presence. So they, as they were analyzing themselves, concluded that they had been with Jesus. They had been with Jesus. Then they saw the miracle and they said, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's over. So the, the presence comes. You see, someone who has the presence is someone who preaches Jesus and preaches salvation. Number two, those who stay in fellowship for long times have the presence of God. Hey, don't move yourself out of fellowship. Don't move yourself out of fellowship. Don't move yourself out of fellowship. Don't usher yourself out of fellowship. It's a dangerous move. You are not being led by the Spirit. If you start extracting yourself from fellowship, extracting yourself from a church, and then sometimes you are in the church and you're extracting yourself out of a group that is your family. You see, because as we are here, we have families within the church. You see, when someone is getting married from dancing stars, dancing stars shout. When somebody is. Okay. When somebody is getting married, when someone is getting married from the choir, the choir shouts. Uh-huh. Because they are families. You may, not, you may not know what that thing is doing for you and how it's helping you and how it's making you stronger and stronger and stronger. You may not know. 
extract yourself. There's nobody to check on you. Nobody to ask anything. Nobody to look out for you. You are free. You are free like a bird. Like a bird flying in the sky. Anything can hit you. Anything can take you down. You are like, you are like that lonely cow. Traveling from Birmingham to Manchester. How far will it get? How far will it get? Yes. I was driving one of my children to school once. And then there, there in the middle of the road was a huge brown cow. Scared and confused and ran. Look, it ran towards, I, I, I can't forget the picture of its nose. Because I could see it coming. Then for some reason it turned. Because it was coming to meet me head on. And I just, I just said to myself, what's the future of this cow? It will die soon. It will die soon. Where is the shepherd? Where is the shepherd? Where are the other cows? Where are the other people? What's the future of this cow? By the time I did the drop off and I was coming back, the police had come, blocked off the road. And so it's like, you see, they need, now they need, he needs angelic presence to save him. Because alone you are in danger. Alone you are in danger. They blocked everywhere to, to guide this lonely stray cow. Brown. Brown with white nose. He's a, Guided back to the farm. I don't know how it ran off, but it had run off. Fellowship. You take yourself out of fellowship. There are entities in the realm of the spirit ready to take you down. That advice and that decision to move yourself out of fellowship is not from God. It's not of the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. It's not from God. It's not from God. Even if you are hurt, tell yourself that I'm hurt, but I'll stay. Because hurt, hurt is not one of the fruits of the spirit. Yes, it's not one of the fruits. So you cannot be led by hurt. I am not led by hurt. Pray, pray that your spouse prays. You'll be forgiven a lot. If the person doesn't pray, you're in trouble. Yes. Because if you pray, if you start praying, you, you have to leave the thing there. And solve things. So you just have to say, okay, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. So you can continue your prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. People who don't let things go, they, they are eating up, they become bitter, angry, making moves. They are prayerless people. Prayerless people. They don't know God. Yes. Those are the ones that you see up, make, doing things that you want. Even when you say, what is the issue? You say, there's no issue. Yes, but there are people who can't forgive and because they don't talk to God. Jesus said, Forg- forgive us as we also forgive. If God is to use that measuring rule as you've said to him. No, because that line says that forgive us our debts as, that is according to the way we also relate to others. That's what the verse is saying. That God, if you're going to forgive me, Consider how I also forgive people. Uh-huh. 
But it's because you don't have your quiet time and you don't pray. So you don't, you don't have this. This thing has been working against you. Yes. Yes. The small cooking your wife didn't cook. The whole world is going to hear about it. Yes. Just call Uber Eats. The problem is solved. Uber Eats. Or roll your sleeves and get to the kitchen. Just tell yourself you're going to have scrambled eggs with eggshells. Egg <laughs> For a crispy bite. <laughs> yes. Just tell yourself you want scrambled eggs. With a crunchy bite. Because you drop the shells in. That's why you bite it. It's crunchy. Crunchy. You know, it's your speciality. Crunchy bites. Yes. <laughs> yeah, crunchy bites. Yes. yes. Your chicken has bones. Your egg has shells. <laughs> yes. If you don't swallow the bones, don't swallow the shells. That's it. <laughs> yes. Crunchy bites. Yes. Back to my point. Fellowship, isn't it? We're talking about fellowship. Don't take yourself out of fellowship. I haven't taken myself out of fellowship. My fellowship is with pastors. Wherever I am, I'm with pastors. I'm with pastors. When, if, if it, when the church, church has meetings, I try, I try to be in all church meetings. If you don't see me in a church meeting, I'm in a church meeting somewhere. I'm telling you. If you ever think, if you ever think that my head is on my pillow, you've made a mistake. Yes. Yesterday, I was not in Birmingham. I'm usually in Birmingham. I was not there, but I was, I was in Leeds. Yes. I still preached. Yeah, I still preached. I was not at home. I was not at home drinking lemsip. <laughs> yes. Drinking lemsip or uh, doing, doing some. No, fellowship is very important. Fellowship? Don't take yourself out of fellowship. Always be in fellowship. Always be around. Always be around. Even if you just attend church on Sundays, that's all you do. Sunday you enter. Sundays be in church. Yes, Sundays be there. Tell yourself, this is where you go to church and you are going to church this Sunday. Sunday, just be there. Never allow Satan to lead you out of fellowship. And then if you are Sundays around and then you are in the choir. So you see, you, you have advanced. Never, never step back. It's called backsliding. And say, now I'm out of the choir because you are different from the person who is only, only knows Sundays. The only no Sunday person, it's okay. But you don't know only Sundays. You know Sundays plus devotion and commitment. So you can't switch off. Otherwise, what is happening to you is backsliding. You are backsliding. Yes. And um, we are talking about the Holy Spirit with us. And I'm saying that when you start backsliding, you should know that the Holy Spirit is not with you. Because if he is with you, he'll keep you hot, warm, and boiling. Yes. He'll keep you alive. You are there. No matter what happens. 
the things happen in people's lives. How many of you also have things that are happening in your life? Yes, things happen. Yeah, things happen. Things happen that you don't feel like you don't feel like going out. How many of you have had things you don't feel like going out? Yes. Even when you wake up in the morning, you say to yourself, why is it morning? Yes. How many of you have been there before? You woke up, you, you, you felt, ah, why did I wake up? Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, 21. Ah, wherefore of these men which have companied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto, this, unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. So you need people who have stayed in the fellowship for a long time. For a long time. For a long time. If anybody is asking, I comes to ask me about anything good. Anything good. Imagine anything good. Who would you recommend? Who do you think I'll think of? I'll think of people who have been around for a long time. How can I recommend someone that I just met? Think of people that I've known for a long time. And when you've known someone for a long time, it means that you know their weaknesses and you know their strength. Never, never judge yourself by your weaknesses. No, no, no. Don't think that because you've made mistakes, you have this, so it's like, you have this. Faithfulness is stronger than your weaknesses. Faithfulness to have been around, it speaks, it speaks louder and better than your mistakes. Those are the people have come. When they were choosing uh, the, the guys that they chose to replace Judas, do you think they, they, those guys don't have flaws? They are human beings. There will be some weaknesses in them. At least even their temperament. Their temperament alone will, make, make, will bring out that they have some problems. That's why they didn't make it to the first 12. Because they've been around, but they were not chosen. They were not the first 12. They were not on the first team sheet. Yes, there are reserves. Yes. Yeah, there are reserves. They were there. They were there. Yeah. They were there coolly. Coolly. They're playing for QPR. They didn't make the first team sheet. Yes. Yes. So when you have companied, that is fellowship. Fellowship. That's where you see you, you are known. No, this person is a good person. This person is a good person. This person is a good person. This is a good person. Yes. Someone is looking for a wife. Who would I choose? I'm just one of the beautiful girls who have been around for a long time. So this one, take care. Yes, always go for the known ones. Yes, it's better. Far better. Far better. They know for long. They've been around for a long time. We've encouraged them. We've rebuked them, but they are there. They've made major mistakes, but they are there. They used to be rude. They are no more rude. They are there. Hmm? But they are there. It's better. Better. Someone who is there is better than an unknown. They are cheeky, bossy. But at least we know they are cheeky and bossy. This one we don't know. 
what you are going to get. Maybe she's a ghost. <laughs> do, you have, do you have time for one more point? Okay. Those who, those who praise God and worship him have the presence of God. Yes, those who praise God and worship him of the presence. Psalm 100 and verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So the the signs or the pass, the pass that you see as you're approaching God and getting to God is thanksgiving and praise. Yes, thanksgiving and praise. So as you're coming with thanksgiving and praise, when you see somebody singing or saying thank you to God that person is approaching God or the person is closer to God than the memory and the complaining one or the one who doesn't sing, doesn't do anything doesn't believe in worship can't worship can't lift up the hands can't kneel down, can't do it that person doesn't know God does not know God does not even recognize the atmosphere that God is in. Whilst you are worshiping God, the person is looking at you, it's like, are you okay? Are you having tummy cramps? Because you keep bending and coming up. Is there a problem? Yes. That is the sign of someone who does not know the presence of God. He doesn't know. That God is around and God is here. Yes, he doesn't know. I know that you've, you've been to a place where, I mean, or you've met an important person. You didn't know that this is the important person you have met. Or you expect, someone is expecting you, you get there, the person doesn't know that it's you. Yes. Let me finish. Those who have a thankful spirit have the presence of God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Those who have a thankful spirit. Those who are prayerful have the presence of God. Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they speak the word of God with boldness. So prayerful people have the presence. Those who obey God have the presence of God. John 8.29. And he that sent me is with me. He that sent me is with me. He that sent me is with me. So people who obey God, people who do what God says do, hmm, have the presence. And then finally, those who ask for the presence of God have the presence of God. Yes, those who ask for it have the presence. Exodus 33, verse 15. If your presence will not go, then don't let us go. Stand to your feet. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, close your eyes, lift up your two hands and just say thank you to God. Just say thank you to him. Thank you to him. I want to thank him. I want to thank him. I want to bless his name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. 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 Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, nafita la bratisto talabastikata fire. Pasi motali dikipi sastata. Marito la bradisteata. Marco simo la bradistitifa. Marinda la bashindo limotusis totafaya. Claba sisto fire. Pladisto yandala. Nasindala. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for his love. Thank him for his mercies. Thank him for his kindness. Thank him. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Mala nishikayandeli bikosa siandala batista fire. Mala madiso matasa siataya. Palibalo siandala brakista taya. Prodashtiata. Prodashtiata. Prodafimato satiriata satastiutaya. Nasika talabradi bashiba kastataya. Malamati sotalabali bigistaya. Fabladishtayanda labradishtoyande labrakistafa. Mandele mi kostataya. Mandole mi tosastiona labradi mastondele nenestianda. Malima kapatasi patostefeya. Prandele mi toshapandele bikastaya. Pladestaya. Oh Jesus, Mandolina Sandala, Nakatastaya, Namandila Kastaya, Malani Makastaya. Thank you, Lord, for your reign. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your leading. Thank you for your direction, Lord. Thank you for your help, oh God. Thank you for your help, oh God. Thank you for your help, Lord. Thank you for your blessing, oh God. Father, we thank you this afternoon. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for light. Thank you for direction. Thank you for your word so rich and so real and so true that has come to us today. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for revealing to us, Lord, what it means to have the Holy Spirit, Lord. I pray, Lord. I pray and I ask, Lord, may your presence be with us always. May it be with us always. Lord, in our homes, in our bedrooms, Lord, your presence. I pray for your presence. May we be people who become accustomed to your presence. May your presence always be with us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us not to be deceived and to be deluded and to be affected by the voice of Satan. But may we always hear your voice, Lord. Oh, Lord, in our private places, and our private moments, Lord, I pray, Lord, may we hear from you. May we do things that draw your attention and get your attention, Lord. We need your presence. May your presence be with us. In Jesus' name. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed in prayer, you're here today. I want to pray for you. We're just closing off. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's bow our heads. Nothing bad is going to happen to you if you bow your head. Let's just bow our heads and pray. 
you're here today, somebody invited you to church or you've been going to church but deep in your heart you don't have a relationship with God today you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to be a Christian I want my sins to be forgiven I have so many sins and so many mistakes I don't even know what to do with them I need Jesus in my life I need God in my life pastor please pray with me if you're here like that you want to say pastor pray with me I want a relationship with God I want, a really, I want to be a real Christian. Please pray with me. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you wherever you are. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up high so I can see you. Hi, hi. Don't think about anybody. Don't look around and check. If you want to lift, just lift up your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need God in my life. I want a relationship with God. Pastor, please pray with me today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just lift up your right hand very quickly. And I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. Then we close off. Just to lift up high. High, high, high so I can see you. If I can just see your fingertips. Yes, God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. See your hands. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. You also want to join in. You are not sure. Now you can see that others are, are just like you. Also, just lift up your right hand now. Now that you have seen that you are not alone. You've been encouraged. Just your right hand. That you also need Jesus. You need God in your life. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to move out of your seat and come to me right here. Come I'm here. Running, I'm here with my hand lifted up. Come, running, come all the way to me. Come, running to come, come, come. Come and stand right here. Jesus come and stand next to our brother right here. Yes. His grace will be I'm waiting for you. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come, come and join us now. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you know in your heart, that you need Jesus today. Come. Come on. I'm waiting for you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I'm waiting for you. You're not sure of your salvation this sure this afternoon. Come to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's say this prayer, those of us in front and the whole church help us as we say this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for choosing me and saving me. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father. For accepting me. And making me a child of yours. In Jesus name. Amen. Father. Bless her. Keep her. Fill her with your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for a sweet life. And a sweet experience in this life Lord. In a new walk with you, Lord. And a fresh walk with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amazing. Lady Pastor Sicho would like to talk to you briefly. So just go this way. Take your communion. Communion. Receive the cup for his
His mercy is enough for the many and the one. This is communion. Take it as often as you will. For His blood is power still. By His wounds we shall be healed. Father, we thank you for the blessing of coming to the Lord's table. Thank you for this great honor and privilege. We thank you, Lord, that as often as we eat the Lord's body, we do show his death, which was a place of victory, liberation, healing, total healing for us, Lord. Heal our bodies. Heal our lives today, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Eat it. Lift up your cups. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Stand to your feet. Lift up your two hands and receive your blessings. Lift your hands for your blessing. Receive your blessing from the Lord. As you serve him and as you help to build the church, every standing, please, every standing, every standing, every standing, every standing, please. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord heal you. May the Lord visit you. And may the Lord remember you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever mistake you have made that is following you like a snake which has bitten you but doesn't want to release you today in the name of Jesus may the head of the snake be cut off may death come to the head of I see that snake the head of the snake is now dead and I see the snake disconnected from you be healed of the poison that has entered you by your interaction with any snake be delivered from every curse be delivered and be set free in the mighty name of Jesus whatever represents a chain a chain or a snake in your life I curse it I command it to die I I command the story of the snake to finish the story of that snake to end in the name of Jesus Christ the story of the snake is past I declare your testimony now whatever you've waited for a long time to hear some good news about lift your hand and begin to hear the first of all you hear glimpses of good news and then receive the final good news you've been waiting for for a long time receive it by the power of God in the name in the name of Jesus Christ I see a final breakthrough a final breakthrough in your life something that disturbs you for a long time God has given you the answer and the breakthrough has come lift your hand in thanksgiving because it has happened in the name of Jesus and somebody here you feel you are a young person 
why do you have such problems at your age your problems look more than your age receive a deliverance from those problems in the mighty name of Jesus and someone who has not been able to build a house but has been trying to build a house receive supernatural grace and receive the house right now in the name of Jesus Christ right now I declare the prophetic word that is spoken over your life is actually happening to your amazement I mean an amazing story and an amazing testimony is coming out of your lips I see you there's somebody here you are there is a, a look of amazement on your face it's like I can't believe it I can't believe it I can't believe that this good thing has come to pass in my life receive this prophetic word over your life may you be amazed at the goodness of the Lord I command all gates that have been closed to you to open now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth let the Lord help you now let the Lord send angels let the Lord send help from heaven be strengthened and be fortified and be blessed in Jesus name Amen God bless you beautiful what a blessing what a blessing what a blessing we hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Have a blessed week.